That's the other thing to remember as a parent, actually, as well. Like, with kids, is that we're all in it together. Yeah. And what we all think, everyone else is thinking. So when you're having that day where you haven't been able to exercise because your kids are ill and you've had to look after them, you know, there are a million other people going through that at the same time. Mm. Um, and because I do manage the house as well, you know, the washing, the cooking, the cleaning, working, there are a million other people doing that too. And I think yeah. you have to take comfort yeah. in the knowledge that it's, it is a supported journey. Yeah. But, you know, certainly as a woman, and there's a lot more women empowerment now, you know, women mm. used to be happy to take each other down. Yeah. And I think now we're, we're living in a society where, you know, mostly, fundamentally, women want to build up other women yeah. and help them to succeed. And I think that, as a parent, is hugely empowering to know that you're not alone. Welcome to the podcast with your host, Laura... <coughs> Sorry, something in my throat. Oh, that's better. Yes, welcome to my podcast, Walk with Lawrence, the podcast where I walk and talk with some wonderful human beings. Some of them will be my friends. Some of them will be people I've just met. Either way, it's going to be a scrumptiously delightful conversation that I hope you get a lot from. I hope you have some laughs. I hope you have some tears. A whole range of emotions. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. And I love you very much. And thank you very much. Here's the podcast. Okay, so... I am meeting this week's guest for the first time. Uh, until now, I've been playing it pretty safe by recording episodes just with close friends, taking the easy option. Uh, but now it's time to step out into the real world and into Queen Elizabeth Country Park outside Petersfield, to be exact. Um, my guest lives in Sussex. Yep. Sussex. And as I'm uh, based in Hampshire, we have met halfway in this beautiful park and it is tipping down with rain, but that doesn't matter. It kind of adds to the atmospheric vibe. It's, yeah, very, it's very lovely, it's beautiful. Um, so, a mother and a fitness professional herself. We have a lot in common. I love that fitness professional. I'm not a mother, obviously, no. um, but I am a fitness professional and a parent. This is, this is the link, this is, you can see where we're going. Um, she appeared on Sunday Brunch two weeks before me, uh, which is when I first learnt that she hosts IG live workouts at 6.30am for parents to get their training in around family and work commitments, which is pretty much what we are going to be talking about today. Parenting and fitness, getting the two perfectly to coexist in seamless harmony, which is completely achievable, isn't it, Kate Rowe Ham? Um, yes, it is achievable, but... It takes a lot of work on both people's parts, as I'm sure you're aware. Which is why actually it's quite interesting for me to do this with you, because and I'll let you ask me some questions. I promise I won't waffle. No, no, time. I want you to waffle. Um, and actually, I was thinking this when I was driving here. I probably don't appreciate that my husband wants to work out at the weekends. So it's going to be interesting to see you know, your viewpoint as the parent, not just the fitness professional, because obviously... You still want your own time to yeah. work out, even though it's your job. <laughs> um, sort of that, that crossover of, of my feelings and who gets to go first for no. that run on a Sunday. No, or... definitely. I was, I was thinking the same thing about you as well on, on, in lead-up, and I think you said something, uh, I can't remember if it was a direct message that we had to each other about kind of uh, making kind of concessions with the husband in order to decide who work out, who works out when on the weekends yeah. and so on. If you're both into fitness, then... It's, it creates an even bigger conundrum. I mean, we, and we properly squabble about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we will. And that sounds really weird. And probably some people don't get that because they might um, 
thing that I get to work out during the week, but I'm obviously training. Yeah, it's, it's different. You're on your feet, you've got that neat is there, that kind of non exercise specific, you know, kind of um, activity. But your actual training, your, your, you know, where you get to put one or two hours aside to do some real purposeful training, is, that's a box that's not getting ticked just because you're on your feet all day. If anything, your energy levels are depleting and uh, it makes it harder to have those performance sessions if you're a fitness professional who's quite time poor in many ways, in many ways. I mean, like, they're, they're, they're pros and cons to both. I'm, obviously, I prefer to be off my feet than um, sat at a desk all day because that's really challenging as well and sitting is the new smoking and everything else. Yeah. And in many ways, you need to really offset that with, with training, um, getting some quality training sessions in. But then apparently the whole kind of weekend warrior thing isn't as healthy as we all think obviously any form of exercise is better than no exercise but it's consistency little and often apparently I workplace workplaces are now allowing for that and taking that into consideration and giving people yeah. gym memberships and so you can yeah. get out during this is this is what i always say yeah, you can get out and actually he's made a fundamental error <laughs> by going on swift <laughs> so oh yeah so suddenly i'll look on Strava, so you can see when he's yeah, like it'd be like 12 30 till 1 45 isn't it funny how this is just <laughs> I was like before we recorded this I was like okay we're, we're, we're going to keep it quite neutral we're not going to make this a kind, we're not going to we're not we don't want to sound like parents with chips on our shoulders about how our lives now have been completely stolen from us but yeah. we've already started with our husbands and wives and so on but we are going to have a bit well, I think we will have a good moan about parenthood today because yes. well, this it's is difficult. our difficult. <laughs> it is difficult it's diff- it really is difficult and actually I went away this weekend for the first weekend without kids, which I obviously heavily publicised on Instagram. Hmm. And I went for a run with my husband, which was obviously he struggled to keep up. But um, you know that that was brilliant actually having that time together yeah. to run together and, and not sort of going, okay, well I'm going to go on um, the bike between two and four whilst you take so and so to cricket and so and so to football. Yeah. And then you know working out around each other that actually then makes you kind of do your parents separately yeah it's true in order to fit that in oh, so then is... you don't spend time as a family no so exactly and this is so good because again i've got these kind of questions lined up and some some of them are, are about your identity as a parent some of them about your identity as uh, a partner in a relationship and uh, or as a relationship as a whole and some are about your identity as an individual and so much you know as you go through life and responsibilities come your way um, your identity shifts and evolves. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later, yeah. if that's okay. Um, but as it's nice and early on in the episode, um, and also because, you know, I, I know you, but I don't know you. Yes. So, that's I'm, a strange one, isn't I it? Know. <laughs> I break down in tears. I know. It's strange. It's <laughs> no. unfold Some, no. my life. Do it. We, you know, <laughs> it, the full emotional experience is, uh, is very brain. much uh, okay. sort of embraced and encouraged. But, um, yeah, because we don't know each other, I thought um, I'd ask you to give a bit of a sort of background. I know I've given you a light sort of brief intro, but um, a bit about yourself and how you became a fitness pro, etc. Okay, so where do I start? I'll, I'll kind of start halfway through my life because that to start at the very beginning would take up time because <laughs> I'm so old. No, um, but essentially, got into fitness um, via. Um, I've always loved fitness. I did the London Marathon when I was, I think, 20, 21. Um, that that was sort of superseding issues that I had had with food and body image and body confidence. So I've always, well, I had anorexia, so I went from not eating to actually overcompensating with exercise. Yes. Eating. So I, you know. I read your post this morning um, when you 
spoke about when you turned 14 yes. and the pressures in school and how that kind of evolved and I, I sort of had a kind of wow moment with that. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was sort of my driving force to exercise weirdly yeah. is that body image thing. Yeah. So I did the London Marathon um, and um, then life went on, got married, um, had two children, um, was fairly confident I think by then, didn't really worry too much. Um, definitely struggled to lose the weight with the kids but I didn't let that bother me too much I was yeah. very happy and that was that then we moved to Switzerland and I found um, a huge passion more for exercise and we did triathlons out there and I found my running mojo again and all of that stuff we then decided to have a third child and I was by then I guess 37 mm -hmm. and then he took a little bit longer in the making so I had four miscarriages which I'm very open about yeah. but obviously with each one I sort of got a little bit curvier I'm gonna say mm, I don't yeah. like the word that um, and I lost my love of exercise because I sort of I think in that way of my brain I probably beat my body up by depriving it of that and just you know, went to a dark place anyway eventually fell pregnant with Rupert mm. at about the age of 40 and um, I had I do have very difficult pregnancies so I just um, didn't do any exercise you know whereas obviously we now know um, that exercise and pregnancy is very beneficial and you can. Um, I kind of did the opposite. Um, so by the time I had him, he then spent three weeks in hospital. Um, I wasn't in a great place and I needed to kind of turn it around. Mm. And for me, exercise has always been my go-to. But mm. I didn't want to go to a gym. I wasn't comfortable going outside the house. And actually, as I was a later mother, um, I didn't have any friends with kids. So it wasn't a question of meeting up with people and going for a walk with our babies. You know, mm. people were doing different things. So, I mean, everyone says it, then Joe Wicks, the body coach, obviously, his home DVDs or home um, YouTubes, I started to do. And then I found that passion and thought, right, I'm going to train to do something else. I've worked in film and TV before, and I'm going to be a PT. And that's kind of how it started. Amazing. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think the best PTs make, um, or the best, sorry, the best people, the best PTs are people who have, um, had a, a life before being a PT they they seem to be able to make training and fitness more relatable to fit into everyday people's lives as opposed to someone who's been you know it's a tricky one because um, I'm not going to sort of compare and say certain people make better PTs than others but I think you, you'd be a very good PT if you've been on a journey like that yourself and if you've had this kind of challenge yeah 100%, 100 absolutely uh, and you get it so when you have your clients that you have now who are who are, a lot of them are, are parents themselves yeah. and you understand um the various kind of pressures involved then i think yeah i think you can make it kind of more relatable and you've seen a life outside of fitness as a as a profession as well yeah and that's sort of why i decided to do the free live workouts yeah because people can't afford gyms they mm. can't afford childcare, they can't necessarily even afford to subscribe to something although there are places now where they can that are more affordable um, and I just got slightly hooked with that because the messages I get from people I think it's um, again we were talking just before we started recording about the power of social media and obviously uh, there, there is a, a focus on highlighting the negatives but we were kind of talking about how many positives we've experienced and sharing um, the power of community within a fitness context through social media is, is a huge one it's so, yeah. it's so, it's so powerful so um, Okay, fascinating story about how you got into fitness as a professional. A late PT. Yes, yeah, amazing. Um, 
So talking about parenting now, what does parenting mean to you? <clears throat> Shouting. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not fair. But I do do a lot of that. Um, I guess what's, I think what's really hard about being a parent is that your children don't understand that what you're trying to do as a parent is make them the best people that they can possibly be and mm. instill some really good ethics in them. Be kind, accept yourself. Mm. And I guess not sort of guide them to not making the same mistakes that you made that your parents might have made that molded you and kind mm. of just letting them grow but not too quickly <laughs> yeah. and that, that <laughs> is the dynamic of I've got 13 10 and 3 yeah how's that and it's really I mean yeah. it is the juggle is tough because Ollie I mean Ollie's talking girlfriends and you know mm. blah, blah and Rupert is still watching Teletubbies um, and that's really hard, letting Ollie go. Yeah. At, because he, he's now, you know, he's a teenager and he wants to do stuff. And then I've got my daughter in the middle who's just gorgeously brilliant. Um, but you never let your kids go to... I mean, I'm 35 and my mum ne- has, has never let me go. Yeah. When I see her, she never fully let me go. And I think boys and girls <laughs> have that... Boys and mums, rather. A, there is a saying, I can't remember what it is, of, of your son's your son until he finds a wife, but your daughter's your daughter something for life yeah so i think as mums we try and hold on perhaps to our sons i mean that's a whole other discussion probably yeah <laughs> the mother-in-law's into it no let's not yeah <laughs> um, well it's such a it was such a we're laughing but it's such a multifaceted conversation this parenting on its own let alone factoring fitness into being a parent um but yeah we're talking about family really we're talking about family commitments we're talking about commitments of the individual evolving through life and they're just there's, there's so many offshoots uh, that we could go down and that is the thing just to bring up here as much well. I get a lot of messages from the mums on Instagram that are single parents so I yeah. think that's really important to touch on that we're sitting here and you know we have those discussions about who's going to get to go for a run or whatever on the luxury the of those the discussions yeah. do that whereas actually single parents there mm. there really isn't that luxury I, I don't know you know I think they you know superhuman I have friends um, and I don't know how they it make, they make me feel pathetic because they kind of do all these things and they're raising kids on their own and you know when we have those kind of challenging days I kind of think even at the end of the day when you're just done and they yeah. can't they've got no one to yeah. turn to yeah um, okay so so in terms of parenting so, so how old were you when you first became a parent so I had Ollie when I was 30 I was pregnant at my 30th birthday that was fun and what was life like before parenthood and how did it change? So, like, you know, the couple of years yeah. leading up to parenthood, so your late 20s, what was life, what was happening in life then? Yeah, I mean, life was fast, wasn't it? Like, we, like it, was, it, was, it was brilliant because you only had to answer to yourself and you only had to cook for yourself or your husband <laughs> or um, you didn't get woken up with people prodding you in the eyes maybe every four hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if you had a cold mm. or you were ill, you could take a day off work mm. and go to bed and stay in bed. Um, and You needed to rest, yes. have an afternoon nap. No longer do those things <laughs> This is why my eyes twitching as I look at you. Right well, now. I did think I, it's tiredness. But, um, it's, I think that was it. And actually, having gone away this weekend with Jerry is, you know, the laughs that you you have I think I think you know kids do they are a brilliant addition and I know that people struggle so I don't want to make out that god you know having kids it's so they they are it is I mean everyone says it it's life changing 
Um, and so I think you forget that the last you had before kids because you're both tired. And then you have those brilliant competitions. Who's more tired? I know. Who is more tired? Well, I'm more tired because I got up twice. Or you, you know. Yeah. Um, and I now say to my husband very often, it's not like you, you could get sit on the train for an hour and a half and yeah. go to work, you know, and watch Netflix. But actually, you know, that's not necessarily fun. Hopefully he won't listen and know <laughs> that I do actually sympathise. Um, it's different kind of pressures, isn't it? Like yeah. within a within a marriage, and um, it depends on what kind of roles you adopt. And every every kind of couple's got their own way of doing it. Um, but I think um, it's a different kind. Of, so I'm just fiddling with my wires here. Right. What I do. Um, yeah, it's a diff- it's a different kind of challenge. But it's so easy to fall into that trap of comparison. Yeah. Are you more tired than me? Is is the challenge I have as a parent harder than you? All the kind of stuff. Fundamentally, actually, if you you know looking at it in hindsight, it's always great. If you can try and work together through that yeah. it's always going to be easy but you can move to that for a week and then you slip back into your, yeah. your old ways I think it's just because it's challenging you and you're both under pressure and you're, whenever humans are under pressure they're always going to kind of um, you know kind of try and come out fighting a little bit yeah. and even as a couple it tests you and I think um, having kids is is the most amazing kind of blessing um, but it is also a big challenge at the same time yeah um, so so like so so life kind of change for you yeah bit. definitely and for, you know don't get me wrong for the better I did I did actually end up giving up I was working in film and TV at the time I had my own film location company so what was it what was life like I mean like were you uh, was it quite kind of I when you say that I kind of imagine late finishes out on location yeah so I had traveling. a library but it was I mean god I met some incredible people I went on set with Westlife I saw um, Westlife yeah oh um what's their song that I yeah, I'll come back to Don't know, I can't yeah. think of any songs that they've written <laughs> lately. Um, I actually saw uh, Sean Connery naked. Oh, what? Yeah, on a, on a towel around his waist in the trailer, and that was quite exciting. And Thank also, um, what's his name? Uh, Uma Thurman uh, was going out with Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very short here. It's much shorter than you would, she's you would think. She's thought short. I no, thought... he, she's not here. Okay, yeah. Oh, but he's, um, he's quite uh, incredible, isn't he? He's quite a creative character. Yes. He's more than just an actor. He's got a huge gift of... Uh, um, yeah, he's the director and writer. Is he doing that now? I mean, I literally yeah. live in the bubble. No, no. <laughs> bubble of, the bubble of a gym and parenting. Um, so, no, it was it was brilliant. I mean, you know, we'd go out, we'd go out for dinner, um, drank wine, still do, went yeah. to parties. Um, and then you had this little person that, that just needs you. Um, and it it's, yeah, I mean... So how did you cope with the first, you know... It was really difficult. Ollie was actually quite a difficult one. It was quite a sad time, actually, and we'll come to that with the song maybe at the end. Mm. But um, my stepfather very sadly passed away six weeks after he was born. So I then had to, my mum lives in France, um, fly to France, and I spent sort of five weeks there with her, away from my husband, with Ollie and Mm. my mum, who was grieving. So that was a particularly tough time. But actually, he was also, um, you know, as I say, kids can do things. He really helped a healing process I think for mm. both of us because they do bring you know joy into a life yeah. although the sleepless nights but I, I, I would never I would never say that becoming a parent I haven't ever regret you know you don't ever regret it at all mm. and what changed I mean probably for the first six months the panic that this little person needs you if you've got slight OCD you worry about everything but then after six months life kind of 
settles down yeah. again. Finds you, its groove. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you get babysitters. You go through a hazy period where yeah. it's all a bit of a blur, but then, yeah, you find that rhythm. And then, then you know, you, you do it all again because you've obviously forgotten what yeah. it was like first time. Yeah, which is com- completely some sort of evolutionary mechanism that yeah. we have, you know, to forget the, the pain of childbirth, to forget the... Uh, the challenge of those early months and yeah. so on and then just do it all again and then it's even more of a juggle but yeah. even brilliant because they've then got a little playmate so did you i mean from a from a sort of you point of view personally did you ever get do you ever feel frustrated did you ever feel frustrated that your me time your kind of training time that was previously so freely available was taken away yes i mean i as i said i'd probably not done as much working out in in you know in the run-up with with my kids but certainly um and because i don't have any family help anywhere mm. uh, that's unfair my mum came over this weekend but um there is no one living close by yeah um i, I there was no me time essentially mm. really um and at that point i think probably those were the times when we battled most about who got to do what at the weekend yeah um because yeah. there was only one to look after um, and you know, my my husband would want downtime too. Um, mm. So there there wasn't there wasn't much me time, really. Um, right. Well, let's, this oh, this is the moment. <laughs> okay, this is a big one. Um, you know, as I say, we um, yeah, we we uh, we try and be positive people. You know, we you know look at the world and um, you know we're aware of pros and cons but we try and really kind of seize upon the positives but this is our opportunity now to have a good moan this is it we're going to get it officially down recorded and let's just get it off our chests and have a good moan about what are the challenges that arise when trying to train and maintain or improve fitness levels whilst also being a parent so okay we'll make a list um, i think the first thing is motivation okay yeah. because i think okay that's that's kind of where but motivation because you're tired or motivation yes. because your your energy uh, because your focus has now shifted because your focus has shifted and I, and and by the time i mean taking it stripping it back by the time your day is done yes you know, it depends where you're fitting the exercise in which is why i truly believe getting it done first thing in the morning is just, just a done. no-brainer yeah. because by the end of the day when you whether you're a working parent whether you're a stay-at-home mum mm. equally both are just as taxing as each other physically mentally um yeah and by the end of the day i think you you know you just i'll do it tomorrow i'll just i'll just do it tomorrow so, you always put it off so fitness as a priority automatically once you become a parent becomes less of a priority than it was when you were young being single yeah. and training to be innocent so and i think you can really beat yourself up about it as well i know yeah. so many friends that get themselves into such a a tizzy and a bad place and, and i think that's my thing is that if you can find a way to mm. make exercise like it is putting on your pants or just you know mm. yeah it's part of your daily yeah. routine don't, don't put it up on such a pedestal um as, as something which you, you've got to achieve or the whole foundation and as we know now you don't have to go for a two hour run or an hour yeah. you can do a good yeah. routine in 25 minutes um, um i think motivation is is huge so, I mean, I, I wrote down sleepless nights as the obvious one and just, you know, you then get to a point maybe if you're lucky that your baby goes to sleep for a couple of hours in the afternoon and, or you have an hour, window of opportunity, but you're knackered and you just think, right, this is my one opportunity to catch up on some yeah. sleep, but it's also my one opportunity to that train. brilliant thing everyone says, which, do you sleep when they sleep? Yeah, and you're like, which one do I do? Yeah. Do I train? or do, I mean, I think some people 
run on different fuel to others and can survive on less sleep. I am not one of those people. Yeah. And then you've got to, you've got to make a trade off. What's more important, rest or uh, exercise? It's, it's it's a tricky one. I think try and get a half an hour kit if you can, and then a fifteen minute yeah something a movement. And then, yeah, yeah. Is kind of where I would place that. Or see, I'm I'm the opposite to you. I don't need sleep. Well, I, I mean, I probably Lucky. do. I think if I slept, I'd probably actually not never wake up, but just sleep how a much, long time. How many hours did you sleep last night? Oh, the last night was terrible. Uh, I think he came, Rupert came about three times last night. Are you joking? Um, but actually, yeah. Jerry was very good and went in at one point and stayed there. Um, but I'm quite lucky. And that, with um, my husband, actually, if on a weekend, we've kind of found a place now where if he wants to exercise, because so he does a tap and mama and things like that, so okay. he likes to cycle for a long time. Yeah, so when he trains, he'll it's not get up just sometimes at 4.30 in the morning and he's going to go and do it. for like three or four hours. Yeah, three or yeah, four hours. Exactly, and if he's yeah. going to do that, he actually is brilliant now. And yeah. I say now, always has, I will get up at 4.30 and do that. That's tough for the endurance athletes out there. Yeah. Like where I was, like, in the Santa last week, seeing... Um, people have taken themselves off just to have three or four days of just purely training on the bike because it hours and or, you know on on road um, hours and hours and hours to put in. Well, so we're both doing the attack together in July, so we're now going to go back to that. Are you going to? We're going to have to. Who's going to go out there for three hours? But My of, turn. But of course, now you can set up the bike in your living room. You can do part yeah. of the course yes. with the uh, you know your TV screen in front yeah. of you with one of those um, contraptions again. Yeah. But <laughs> not quite as not quite no, as well. <laughs> but it's quite nice. I thought you can actually. From a cyber point of view, you can already have done that part of the course race yeah. before you even get there, which is quite cool. The technology is It's incredible, because there, um, there was a spin studio, I think, the last year. You could do the whole route of the attack before you did it. They did it in three Amazing, sessions. It? Incredible. So you know what to expect when you yeah. hear that kind of thing. I, I, know, I don't think I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things we get, you get curveballs, so, so the priorities yeah, come in. And, like, you know, so, for instance, um, if you're... Uh, you know, we had it. We had it a few weeks ago, um, uh, where our daughter had, uh, you know, just got became very kind of sick all of a sudden in the afternoon. And of course, we take it to the doctor, and the doctor makes a decision whether they should be referred on to the hospital or not. Yeah. Um, and then you go to the hospital, and obviously they take no risks with with young, fragile humans. Yeah. So blood tests, you know, there's there's always. Um, you have to wait a number of hours before the results come back. If it goes one way, they have to be on a drip overnight. And if it goes, you know, and all these curveballs, and before you know it, it's three in the morning in a hospital. You met, you know, you left home. Yeah. Two in the afternoon, or whatever it might be. So of course you're not training that day, and then the next day not. So you get these kind of curveballs. Yeah. Where you don't even question it, because that's life now. Um, I mean, again, the key the key thing for that is perspective, I suppose, not to, you know, to. To, to understand that life is different, it's not going to be the same. You're not going to have the same luxuries of being able to go and train carefree whenever yeah. you want to. But I suppose mentally allowing that, you know, letting that be and not giving yourself feelings of guilt when you can't train. Yeah. But the thing is, I think that, that, that does, it does draw back to that. That actually, yeah, if your kids are early, obviously being in hospital is very different. If they've got chicken pox, they've got whatever you, you know, mm. this is why the Instagram things are, or whatever the. the whoever it is these th- that are saved you can do them at any time in the day and yeah. you can do 10 minutes of it or 20 minutes of it because actually in terms of the mental health side and wellness yeah. at a time when you have taken your child to the hospital at a time when you've had a sleepless night yeah i think to be in that place where you have taken five minutes 10 minutes just for yourself mm. 
is a game changer. I can be in a foul mood mm. sometimes with lack of sleep, mm. and then do one session, yeah, and it just gives you a bit of clarity. This this is the thing, isn't it? Because you give so much as a parent, and without question, that that's not what we're talking about for kids. Yeah. Or you don't question anything. You give up everything else that needs to be done. You focus purely on them. Yeah. Um, but you're you know you you're giving a lot of yourself at the time while sacrificing your fitness and other things, and yeah. therefore potentially your health and. Uh, so you know, actually prioritising yourself in order to be the strongest version of yourself to help your family is actually quite important. Yeah. And they always come. I mean, then they will always come first. They will always course, put, yeah. be put yeah. first. hundred uh, percent. And um, you know, um, part of putting them first is is also, as I say, being the best version of yourself. Yes. And so when when you can. So I think, might you know, like micro training now using technology, like because obviously you would both. I'm obviously a fit trainer, and you're, yeah. and you're you're going there tonight. Love fit, love yep. fit, a big fan of fit because of the way that's uh, changing the way people can train at home. Yeah. Um, so actually, we live in quite exciting times for people to be able to find solutions or ways around it. We don't have to find a couple of hours to go to the gym. You can. And actually, with that parenting thing as well, I think trying to include your kids in that workout because actually they learn by example. Mm. So. Start using them as dumbbells. Start using them as dumbbells. Rupert, you know, it's on my bat while I'm doing push-ups. Yeah. This morning he was doing, we were doing um, jumping jacks, and every time he said burpee, we all had to do a burpee. Yeah. You know, and he find that quite fun. So just sort of yeah. bringing, I think, bringing them into it as well yeah. can make life a little bit easier. So part of tailoring, part of going about tailoring the new me time as a parent yeah. is acceptance for the fact that there's less of it and acceptance that me time actually involves your kids now yeah so involve them get them get them involved with your workouts yeah, get them kind of to join you on the fit map as it were yes. or on your ig early morning sessions yes because i thought you know they, they've got so much access to their own technology haven't they now mm. kids and it's i just think that we need to give them tools with us as parents to accept that for them to learn actually mummy and daddy mm. just want this 20 minutes so either join in and come and join in or you know potter yeah but um that's where probably it helps as a couple to parent if everybody's sort of on board i know it's difficult in yeah. three or six months but mm. six months they can't run anywhere just no kettlebell workouts no. with small no. children it's just kind of a bouncy thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly that yeah, is true um yeah i when i was um younger in my 20s I always thought that to train I have to go to the gym or go somewhere whereas yeah. nowadays half of my training's done in the gym half it's done in or around home yeah. or anywhere and I think actually I think more and more people are doing that and more people are doing the freedoms of, of fitness and training because I think um, actually training is about the content and it's about the, the coaching or who you know structure more than it is about the environment the environment does play a role but yeah. it's not the be all and end all that is why i do quite like the fit thing just bring it back to that is that leaderboard mentality because yeah. that really does drive you kind yes. of if you are of a competitive that collective power yeah people across the country are, are there you're, you're on your own in your living room and yeah. your kids are there but so are you know a load of other people across yeah. the country all joining it oh, yeah, i think that's powerful. the other thing to remember as a parent actually as well like with kids we're all in it together yeah and what we all think everyone else is thinking so when you're having that day where you haven't been able to exercise because your kids are ill and you've had to look after them you know there are a million other people going through that at the same time mm. um and because i do manage the house as well you know the washing the cooking the cleaning working there are a million other people doing that too and i think yeah. you have to take comfort yeah. in the knowledge that it's 
it is a supported journey. Yeah. But, you know, certainly as a woman, and there's a lot more women empowerment now, you know, women mm. used to be happy to take each other down. Yeah. And I think now we're, we're living in a society where, you know, mostly, fundamentally, women want to build up other women yeah. and help them to succeed. And I think that, as a parent, is hugely empowering to know that you're not alone. Yeah. No, 100%, I completely agree with that. Um, I think empowering is the word. When you, in anything you do in life, if you're doing it on your own, it's, it's so easy to lose kind of an understanding of where you're at with it. And, and then kind of as a dad, you're not alone as well, yeah. you know, which I know you're mm. doing a lot of, but, you know, it's sort of, I think men feel sometimes maybe they're on their own. Women talk, obviously. Men, <laughs> men are in Ireland and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's true. It's true. Um, so, I mean, how, how soon after... Um, well, how soon did you get back into training properly post-birth? Was it changed each time? Was there... Yeah, I, was, I would say I was really bad. I would say that I probably tried to lose weight the wrong way after a couple of, after Ollie, you know, cutting calories and being stupid. Yeah. Um, never went down that dark road, but I never, I don't even think with Ollie I really did. I think with Ollie yeah. I just went on to then have Sophie after Sophie, yes, definitely. Uh, we did the stint in Switzerland and did found a love of running again, mm. cycling, triathlons. Amazing. Um, wow. Swimming in the lake. You can't you know. not when you're out there. No, and that, that was actually where we then couldn't have moved back to London when we came back. It yeah. was kind of, we need to be outside. Yeah, wide open spaces. Yeah. yeah. And then know. with Rupert, it was about six or seven months when I mm-hmm. realised Six or seven, to, yeah. to sort of... Because yeah. I think you do, I think that is the other thing. Um, and I know Fit are doing a brilliant thing. But as a mum, just enjoy that time yeah. with, your, with your kids yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> Don't worry about, you know, the, what you look like. You, your body's yeah. just done the most incredible thing. Yeah, 100%. And it's not going to go back to the same shape. I am a completely different shape mm. th- than I was and have always been throughout my whole life. My mm. hips are wider. Um, you know, because your body has to make changes yeah. to, to cope. Um, and, and changes which are far more important than, you yeah. know, body image and the rest of it. So the pressure of, of, I think, after birth. I, 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 my, my theory is nine months on, nine months off. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, it's, it's an interesting one because we were having that discussion at home again. There's no, it's just when time kind of feels right because we're having exactly the same conversation about it being such an important special time to enjoy yeah and not to put yourself under that pressure of thinking and as you get older it's it's harder and then there's that myth i mean maybe you don't want to go down that route but the breastfeeding that you lose weight when you breastfeed mm. i mean quite frankly that i found completely tosh i ate because, so much food yeah yeah <laughs> that i that i don't think i did but maybe that's because i just ate too much food you got a calorie deficit yeah. don't eat <laughs> yeah. that much food um, oh, you, I mean, like, when you're breastfeeding, you're losing so many more calories. But also, should that even be something we say? Well, no, I mean, no, but that's the thing. Like, uh, again, we're having, we're having these conversations about the importance of of, um, of nourishing and fueling the body in yeah. order to to give so much physically and emotionally yeah. to nurturing a child in such a special time in your life. And that's another reason why um, fitness for body aesthetics becomes a complete kind of you know, nonsense and a non-priority, if you like. It goes way down the pecking order because it's all about actually just building strength and happiness and well-being when you feel ready um, to get back into it as a parent. And I don't know when that... I don't think there is an official... It depends on kind of birth. Uh, I mean, I had three yeah. cesareans, actually, well, as well. So, so, so this is this is the next thing I was going to say. So I know it's different 
for every mother due to the circumstances of the birth yeah um, due to the fitness levels and or habits pre-pregnancy as well um, but yeah I mean get you know as, as how you know how would you advise a young mother on when's the right time to get back into training when it feels right for them yeah I mean you obviously have to have your clearance from the doctor which is normally about six weeks depending on what sort of birth you've had cesarean obviously and your body's stopped a little bit longer it's still producing relaxing and various yeah. hormones for a while after it's yeah. about six weeks after isn't it? So i mean i think you have to be yeah you have you know you you know sort of when you're ready walking you know going out and walking i think that is key and it depends again when you have what time of year you have your children mm. may is a lovely time for a baby yes i had a may baby you had a may baby and it's december an october, one as well. october and yeah. december yeah. Yeah. crap time yeah. <laughs> yeah. because actually getting out you know yeah. starting to walk is a great way as a as a new mum to get out there but i just think take take the pressure off yourself and, and just mm. enjoy that that uh yeah enjoy that time that beginning time because it's up to you at the end of the day it's up yeah. to you and how you feel and when you're going to start to feel um benefit and the sense of fulfillment from strengthening the body and getting you know yourself to a point that makes you feel happy and again it's the same with anything any kind of if you suspect that you're motivated by any kind of seeking out of external validation you're probably seeking out the wrong kind of motivation um and it all comes back to that linking in with your you know your, your true self and, and your deep consciousness and what's right for you and having these discussions openly with your with your partner if you have a partner to you know find you know the right kind of time and yeah. right way because it is I mean it god it is it is really hard your, as I said your body does totally change afterwards yeah. I mean my boobs are no longer where they used to be again yeah. maybe too much information but <laughs> you know I've got to I've got to learn to embrace that and kind mm. of go okay life life does you know, your body's change and life does change and you can go to a gym as many times and they're not, not going to lift them unless but the love and respect i have for my wife having you know seen her go through yeah two two birth pregnancies and then raising kids makes me feel that she's far more you know beautiful powerful sexier as a woman now than she's ever been yeah and she never would and, and i never would have had those deeper kind of feelings of admiration for her had she not been to what she's been to. do you tell her that oh yeah yeah you see that i think is key is yeah. to tell people you know yeah 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 to tell people that Real, these are real life kind of experiences and huge, huge experiences. Um, you know that that you're going through as a couple, but particularly the woman goes through. And yeah. I, I find, you know, as, a, the, as I say, that a, a lot of love is about respect, and that respect really, really deepens when you see someone go through that. And um, it's also quite scary, I think, for dads because you this is where we then go all like da da da. You not lose a piece of them, but you know your wife's role my mm. my role as a as a mum as a parent you slightly take a yeah back yeah step I'm, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you've mentioned this <laughs> very glad that you mentioned this Kate and, and again uh, you know I, I before becoming a parent I'd heard stories of husbands partners partners getting jealous of, yeah. of and, and I kind of think, no, I'm, you know priorities change the priority is now the the child and in that situation and you know I, I've never really got um jealous because uh, we both just love the kids so much and that yeah. and they are the priority and I'm quite happy to take it back <laughs> back, <laughs> back, back, seat. Back, back seat um but what I find interesting is when you become a parent your identity and previously being maybe a single individual or whatever it was now your identity shifts towards being a parent that's how you're kind of that's how you're 
daily actions define you and yeah. how other people kind of see you and with that definition sometimes you lose the identity as a couple potentially yes. unless you look out for it unless you um, nurture and still um, make sure that you give yourself the opportunity to uh, to grow together as yeah. a couple and I definitely think parents. that I've you know mm. with, the, with 14 years tomorrow in fact it's my oh, wedding congratulations and as I say we went away for the first time this weekend and we worked out it was actually in eight years this is the first time we've been away in eight years wow. together wow. Yeah. and it was so important and I, I sort of you do forget that because everybody hmm. goes first and, and that I think is a, is, yes. is, a, is a key thing to remember that actually where you started was just the two of you mm. and what comes into that should add it shouldn't just then separate and yeah ex- ex- exactly go off and do that you're a team you need you need to be a team you need to be you know the, the you know strongest versions of yourselves individually but the strongest kind of unify you know if you can be yeah i know i know life changes and evolves but in terms yeah. of when when um you have two parents who, who who love each other and want to be together then it's reminding each other of of, um, and having a good fight, good fights are great. <laughs> like I think. Well, I just oh. think if you don't fight, if yeah. you, you don't. What was that? Yeah. Someone is that you don't trust that person. Like yeah. you, you, you push those people closest to you away, and you can get angry with those people because you know that fundamentally, mm. you can say sorry to them, and they can say sorry to you, and they'll always be there. So like my sister, you know, I'll fight with her, but I know at the end of the day, we'll yeah, always because you can, you can be honest and open yeah. to a certain degree. But I think, do you, do you, have you found that, that going through the first couple of years and the pressures of parenthood do you, did you find that as a couple you fought more or do you find it was the same because I, I think we, we've definitely felt the pressures and had to understand that and definitely it does boil over whereas in the past perhaps the pressure wasn't quite so um, finite you know? it's remained constant yeah. but as in you have, you, have those, you have those sort of great two or three months and then you have that big blowout where you tell each other exactly what yeah. you're not happy with and you know I, I do I know I spend every day with the kids da, 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 da. Mm. I'm tired and yeah and then you go okay well, and then it's great and then you yeah. know it kind of becomes a bit cyclical but the bottom line is well, part of it is because you're both under the, you know the same roof with the same ultimately the same goals but you're living two very different lives yeah. and um, different pressures and sometimes there becomes a disconnect with understanding what the other person's days look like because yes. you're focusing on your day and it's been hard for both of you but in different ways yeah, and that's most... key that's a really good point actually you do you totally forget that and um i think a sort of gust of wind this is what i like about the authenticity of these uh <laughs> being out of um but yeah i think i i i think uh that's where I think a lot of the, the root of uh, arguments come from in the couple. And then, as you say, you kind of clear the air. The storm kind of clears the air. Yeah. Um, but um, in many ways, like it's having, it's really hard. I find, but just trying to kind of, in, in, you know, we have that kind of na- natural inclination when we've had a tough day at work. Uh, you know, to, to walk through the door and think, ah, oh, you know, I deserve a pat on the back, or I deserve yeah. a little bit of sympathy for what yeah. I've done. But then the other person who's had no sleep and has had constant kind of yeah. niggling and it feels exactly the same and when you're both kind of coming at each other with with this kind of em- energy that kind of rebounds yes. off each other yeah but it's just, just walk in and just say thank you for thank you yeah i'm so grateful yeah how was your day yeah exactly. and then just be done with it yeah and just you know. and step back from you and yeah. i think that's the key thing isn't it to ask the, ask the questions of the other and to both be kind of united that how's your day yeah yeah <laughs> and just to sit down and kind of you know in a in a tender way, hold hands if you yeah. must, and just ask the other person about their day, before, you know, and listen before you kind of then want to project 
your emotions, which is really really tough to do, and that's something which we you know we we get we get it wrong before we get it right. Yeah, if that makes sense. But it, it, but it because I think sleep deprivation clouds your clarity. Yeah. Um, so so we we're agreeing that it's important, right? So that you you know your identity shifts towards being a parent. And it's important to maintain your identity as a couple. Yeah. As well. And as an as an as an individual. So, so this is it. So this is the next thing <laughs> I'd say. So um, you know, to mean your. It's almost you, like I read it, isn't it? I know. Or, can you see my notes? Yeah, I this can. Is, this really, vision. I love it when this happens. It means I'm barking at my kid. So what do you do to maintain your identity as an individual? God, that's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> this is this is quite a big one theme for me at the moment of parenting because I've. You know, as an individual, professionally or personally, there's certain passions that I want to keep alive. There's certain yeah. things that make me me. There's certain, you know, expressionisms that I, you know, or, or gatherings or events I want to still experience yeah. from my life experience. But I still also want to be the best parent, and it's it's trying to get the kind of right balance. And I think if you give if you if you give every last ounce of yourself into just being the parent, and you lose a bit of your self identity, then I think you can run into. To issues. See, I think I'm I'm probably I'm trying to still find that. Yeah. So I think I have definitely given. Well, my kids would probably disagree. No, um, the best part of my 13 years mm. to my kids, and now with a new career that is later, and I'm coming into it late, um, and there's a lot of competition. I, I'm probably doing everything I can to make both work. Yeah. So there's not much of me or my individuality at the moment because yes. I'm so focused mm. on um, my message of reaching people and caring for my family at the but same time. But your, your, your mission to reach people is, is coming from a, 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 a place within you which you want to, that's a, that's a um, form of self-expression that you've got this personal goal that you want yes. to achieve. To, and is that giving you? That's probably hopefully giving you that kind of fulfilment outside. That, of the that's family. what drives me. Yes, yeah. and actually, um, I got a lovely message this morning on my way here. Um, so I guess, although I think we I think, you know, family and friends probably find that quite weird that you then thrive on people that you haven't not that you haven't met. Mm. But I guess that's what you, our job is as a person trainer. They're not people that are that, that we necessarily know. That is mm. what we do. We ho- hopefully inspire people mm. and motivate people um so yes i guess in my message i am in what i'm trying to do um do that but i definitely think that as a as a as a parent as a mum you, you you lose yourself for a little while and it's probably a yeah. really good point you're making to just stop sit back and think try and yeah and take something back a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's like go out with your girlfriends and yeah. have a really good night and open a bottle of wine and laugh like Get you used hammered. to laugh. Yeah. Two day hangover where you don't have to oh, worry about it. <laughs> When's the last time you got pissed, Kate? Uh, <coughs> Saturday night. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, of course. You went, oh, I went out. Oh, yeah. Do you know what we did on Saturday night? Actually, this is quite fun. <laughs> we ended up having a gap between the pub and going out for dinner and we went to a casino. Oh, nice. I mean, yeah. why not do something different? It's funny the things that you get excited about now as a parent. Yeah. That before it would be like, you know, just another Thursday, Friday night, yeah. whatever. But now it's like, oh my God. I'm not doing bedtime or like bath time. Sitting in a pub yeah. on a Saturday afternoon at four or five and being able to have a few more pints if you want them and not go anywhere. Yes, yeah, see, this is where, again, <laughs> uh, we might clash. <laughs> not you and I, personally, but there is that brilliant thing of, as a dad, 
and as a as a husband or whatever, or just as even as a husband, not as a dad. Well, actually, no, you obviously have to be a dad. Um, you know, oh, I'm I'm just going out for a couple of drinks after work with so and so. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just going to go and do the school run and then not do go out yeah. for a couple of drinks. So it's not, you know, it's. <laughs> Not that it's competitive because I, I work very hard and I have to get up and spin at eight o'clock in the morning, so it's fine. Mm. But I think as a mum or as a dad, stay-at-home dad, your freedom is is much more less than perhaps the other parent that goes out yeah. to work. Does that make sense? It does. They see a different. They see the outside world. Yeah. And they they have different kind of stimulus in which you know it sounds weird, but you can walk down different streets. You can get on buses. You can go on trains. You can talk to different people without. Um, without the kids there yeah. with you. And I love very, people. I yeah. love talking to people and meeting people. Mm. And so actually, it can be quite, you know, we, I live pretty much obviously with wolves, but somewhere similar <laughs> to this with land. And, um, you know, it, unless I'm teaching, which, you know, pretty much Wednesday when I don't teach, the day can go by and I can not speak to anyone yeah. other than my three-year-old. Exactly. Great conversation. Exactly. Well, this, is, this is what I mean. I think it's, I think, um, you know, there might be parents listening who feel that, you know, that they're in a similar kind of position where you know you give so much being a parent time physical and emotional energy but if you can get to the point where you can start somehow um regaining a bit of ground on on who you are as an individual i yeah. think it's i think it's really important and talk to people as well yeah that that is that i think is the key i think you just sort of feel that as a parent you've got this child and you're meant to be able to do it you, you, i'm there it's me the baby hubby's gone back to work or mm. And um, there is no, there is no manual. They don't come with a manual. Mm. Gut instinct, I think, I've always gone by. Yeah. Um, but just to say to that, oh god, you know what? This happened, and did that happen to you? Yeah. Probably, chances are, probably did. If it didn't, they might know someone who it did, and just open up so that you've got mm. someone on your side that's not necessarily your husband, but you yeah. talk to talk to people, and everyone will be in the same boat. One hundred percent. Uh, this is the thing that keeps coming up in a lot of the podcasts and a lot of different topics we talk about. It's just that uh, it sounds so obvious and so easy, but it's just talking to people and having yeah. that communication, finding people common ground. I think um, men find it harder to talk. Again, that's a really, really huge generalisation. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Do you sort of reverse it on you? <laughs> <laughs> No. I don't think men talk enough. I mean, they yeah, might do well, now because it's been encouraged. Well, this but, is what we're trying to change yeah. and trying to get... Because I've, I've never had a problem with it. I've always been quite open and I'm quite lucky. So I suppose um, I'm, you know, with a few of my friends trying to have more open conversations on social media so to, to hopefully kind of spur other guys who do find it challenging um, to have open and honest conversations. Yeah. Um, to, to do them with people who they trust and respect. It's definitely a generation thing, though, I think. Cause, yeah. And, you know, my parents' generation, definitely, you, you were very stoic. You didn't talk. You got on with it. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, what am I? I'm 43, so my husband's 45. So there is, I don't think their generation, well, that, yeah. not, I, don't, I think that it's definitely something mm. that's beginning to happen, which is great. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we've got a lot of way to go, but we're seeing the early signs of this kind of, it almost feels like a sort of new movement of... Um, yeah, guys who um, are prepared to kind of bear a little bit more about just you know being in touch with your feelings. Yeah, you know you have them. We all have them. Yeah, you, I mean it. You, again, it's like anything. You know, you, if you again to keep things kind of bottled up, the pressure builds until it kind of yeah. um, you know that re- release valve moment comes, and it can manifest itself in many different ways, maybe physical, emotional health. And yeah. um, you know, you want to try try. You know, prevention is the best stuff. Uh, of cures they say and yeah. um yeah not to let it get to that point is the key part 
Um, and there are pressures that come with parent, um, being a parent and, and parenthood as well. So it definitely... Um, well, financial, well, pressure, you know, financial, financial pressures I, are huge. Yeah, I mean, like it wasn't... Yeah, exactly. You know, it seems like yesterday I was just a single guy who was just, you know, had to make sure that I had enough in the bank to pay rent and yeah. this and that throughout the month. And all of a sudden you've got, you know, kids, mortgage, you know, yeah. you know, couple cars and all this kind of stuff and you've got to do this yeah yeah exactly so these are huge but you know and you know I talk to my parents about it and they're like you know you just find a way you just find a way but you do keep having to dig deeper into yourself to raise your game in order to provide and to protect but also I know that our parents had to do the same I think again that they for us our kids are growing up with that you know everyone wants an iPad everyone wants an iPhone everyone wants this and it's like my god that's just even harder to manage mm. as a parent because obviously we're on social media a lot and your kids see that and they then want that mm. and then they want those phones or that and all of it just is it does escalate so I think that financial yeah. there's more crap to spend money on yeah, now yeah there is that's it <laughs> and there's, yeah. there's more kind of uh, windows to look in which are you know subliminal Advertising, which is kind of saying now you need this, now you yeah. need that. There's kind of it's harder to get away from it. Which is one of the reasons why I like to come out into nature like this and have yeah. a walk and a talk and a, a, a bit of chat. You're just getting away from any distractions, but it, it's very hard to get away from distractions um, in today's world. But I think um, again, I was having this conversation the other day. You get to a point where you you know you you re- you almost have to kind of hit the bottom of these things before you come kind of rebounding back up and. I, you know, I am concerned about the lessons that we're learning now for our kids' generation in terms of social media and um, exposure uh, to the internet and so on. And I think we're slowly getting to a point where schools are recognising that can't have kids sat in front of computer screens all day. We've got to get them yeah. into forestry schools, we've got yeah. to get them away from tech and connecting with um, themselves and their surroundings in the more traditional methods. And I yeah. think hopefully i think now we kind of get that and we're we're, we're learning these lessons i'm, I'm hoping that in, in the coming years and decades that we'll have better kind of coping well, thing, mechanisms that's the thing and taking it to just you know getting kids outside and sport is actually recognizing that sport isn't just about necessarily the cricket the football mm. rugby it is about being outside you know because not everybody wants to do those sports either mm. and that perhaps as a parent to help your kids find something that you know that doesn't necessarily fit within the school day or just to be outside go for a walk go you know do something mm. with with them so if you can't pet you know if you if at a weekend neither parent can exercise go for a really long walk with your kids so yeah. they begin to embrace Absol- that absolutely yeah um but kate i obviously you know do this for all my guests so i ask you to send me your favorite song for the moment they're what you're listening to most and you've come back with Maroon 5 and Memories yeah so um, yeah no, I did what I was because I do obviously know the songs I've been listening to it on the radio and so on but I've obviously you look at the words yeah it's quite deep isn't it it is quite deep um, here's to the here's to the one that we got cheers to the wish you were here but you're not because the drinks uh, bring back all the memories of everything we've been through toast to the ones here today toast to the ones that we lost on the way because the drinks bring back all the memories and the memories bring back the memories bring back you so yeah it's quite quite an emotional yeah, song it's, it is it's um but it's lovely because it's so inclusive it's yeah including people that are still here that you don't necessarily see so that mm. would be my sister my stepfather obviously and actually he died in on new year's eve so mm. december is always a tough time and actually it mentions feeling like december in the song 
Okay. Um, and then choose the ones that you've got. And I think that mm. is relevant also to what we were saying is, you know, although we've got kids and we are parents, remember where it all started. You and your wife, me and my husband, and mm. going, taking it back to the beginning. And cheers to that. It's amazing, isn't it? We're part of this kind of, this cycle and we see our parents and our grandparents and then we see our kids coming through yeah and we're just we're just part of this circle of life (laughs) (laughs) we are but moments in time you know but we have these very real physical um and emotional experiences with our with our with our friends and family you know those who before us those who are coming after us and it's really important to seize upon those relationships and to enjoy them for all the challenges that I know but that's about. the thing as a parent you want to protect your kids from all of that and theoretically you you can't you know mm. they have to learn in life that these that, things happen but as a parent yeah. that again another whole episode is trying to stop your kids from getting hurt yeah not letting them do things mm. because of the memories you know you want them to of course yeah it's tough yeah it's tough Kate, thank you very much. No, well, thank you very much for having me. It's been it's been brilliant. I look forward to the next one. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. There's a lot of food for thought here. I have to go away and find a pen down a few more episodes off the back of it. And do a lot of editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long conversation. Oh well, yeah. thank you very much, thank Kate. You. Thank you. Okay, this is the outro. The podcast is now finished, but don't hang up the phone yet. I mean, turn off the phone. I mean, turn off the podcast because I have one more favour to ask you. If you liked the podcast, which presumably, if you got this far, you did, I did something right, please subscribe. Please leave a review. And most importantly, please tell all of your friends because it's just going to be so embarrassing if no one listens to this. I need you on my side to push this out into the world wide web. Please please help please tell everybody please and thank you so much write a review have you done it yet have you written that review see you next time bye have you written the review yet yeah.